Good afternoon, boxing fans around the world. Back again on Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net with a our weekend of boxing updates here. Feel free to check us out. Once again, the site is combattalkradio.net. Leave us some comments, questions, suggestions, feedback on how we're doing, and we will get right into our weekend of boxing. All right, boxing fans, quick update internal. So the car looks like it's good to go. And it should be showing up on Monday. That's the plan. I'm going to check it out, make sure it's all what I want. Then I have to buy a bunch of accessories. That's going to be a lot. There's a lot of things I want to get on there. Plan to keep that car for about a month or so, pay it off, and then trade up to what I really want. That's the, And it might sound weird, but it's either I'm going to like it or I'm not. I know it's an SUV, and I can't stand SUVs. So if I don't like it, I'm going to trade it up. But if I'm cool with it, and it's what I'm cool with, you know, I'll hang on to it. But. It's a little bit of an older car. You know, I'm I'm just trying to get something to get up to where I need to go. And uh, if the car is all good, then I'm going to be driving up there this next weekend. So the update here is I'll still be recording Combat Talk Radio on Friday next week as normal. At least that's the plan. Um, I don't anticipate changing it, although we do have another recording I need to shift. So I may need to shift it. But as it stands, I plan to continue recording on Friday for our... Uh, next masterpiece boxing update and it's timely because we don't really have very much happening uh for the remainder of 2022 we only have one big fight that's on docket there's a lot of international fights mostly japan stuff but as far as fights that i think people would want to watch we really only have one that's on docket right now kazuto ioka fighting josh franco i think it's i arguably it's the only fight that i think is worth anything it's a super flyweight battle happening uh, I don't even know if it's televised, and this is in Japan, and I don't know who the promoter is. I think it's, I think it's like one of the international outfits, but I'm not sure. It's at the Oda City General Gym out in Tokyo. If you want to, if you're local and you want to check it out, uh, Ioka, of course, is fighting to unify the division. So he is the vacant WBA titles on the line. The WBO World Junior Bantamweight titles also on the line, but he's also trying to unified division here, make history as many others did. And Crawford refused to when he ducked Daryl Spence. So I give credit for Ioka trying. Now, the big controversy is, of course, he missed weight on the scales the first time. He had to strip naked, and then he made weight. Usually when guys make weight, they seem to struggle. And listen, Josh Franco is no pushover. He's had a little bit of a rough time of it, but he's not a pushover. And if Ioka's not taking the guy serious, this could end up being a shock in favor of Franco. In fact, that's the way the bookies are leaning. The bookies think that Franco is going to shock Ioka. And I would, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I, because of the weight situation, number one, two, Franco is a really, really solid fighter in his own right. Uh, Franco is not the one who's going to try to knock you out. Franco's the one who's going to try to outbox you. Now, Ioka, he's older. Okay. So he's, he's coming to the near end of his career, especially in the lighter weight classes. It's harder for those guys to continue at a, top level when they get older as it is in the heavyweights, for example, whereas Franco, he's only 27 years old. He's a young guy. Everything else is roughly even matched, except that Ioka has more experience because of course he's older. That said, I don't see that it's going to make much of a big difference. And so if I'm really going to go with my gut, it would not surprise me to see Franco pull out an upset on this one. And it would truly be an upset because Ioka is a quality fighter, top tier, gets him out of there very well. Um, it's just, it seems like he's either distracted or something else is going on. Now, unfortunately, that's all I see on docket. And again, there are some other Japan fights that I didn't see uh, much detail on. 
But I didn't even see an undercard on this one. All I knew is that this was happening. I knew that it was striving for an undisputed at some point later. In the new year, we hit the ground running on the 7th. Of course, that's the return of Javante Tank Davis. He had a little bit of a scare with his domestic that turned out to be fake, fake news because the girl lied on him. Fighting Hector Luis Garcia. That's a really good fight. Boots Ennis fighting Karin. His name's not Karen. It's Karin. And I believe his last name is Chikasian. I believe that's how you pronounce that one. And Boots is getting criticized, rightfully so, for the level of competition that he's got out there. And mostly it's because he'll just kind of softly say, yeah, I like to fight this guy, I like to fight this guy. But we don't see these pushing for those fights. He is the IBF mandatory for Errol Spence. Errol Spence was supposed to fight Terrence Bud Crawford to unify welterweight and finally give us a single welterweight champion and a lineal champion. Of course, Crawford would duck that fight, fight David Avenesian. He had sketchy gloves, basically hit Avenesian with bare knuckles, so I lose him more respect. That's yet another asterisk on Crawford's record. So point is, we won't really have an answer in the welterweight division for a few months because Errol Spence had a hit and run. So basically some kid hit him. It wasn't hit Spence's fault. Somebody hit him. And so Spence is going to be out rehabbing what he says were some nagging injuries that showed up a little bit after that. If you're a fan of Demetrius Andrade, he's going to be fighting as well on January 7th. And then uh, Rashidi Ellis, he's making his return on January 7th. January 7th is stacked, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have some really, really good fights. January 13th has some really good fights on docket. Some of the women are back in action. Afe Ajaba is back in action. So if you're, if you're on deck for boxing, January is your month, and I do encourage you to kind of hold the line we're just kind of wrapping up 2022. It's kind of on a dull note, but we did have some good fights. I mean, we had some really spectacular finishes, you know, standout guys like Frank Martin showed us that there is a spirit still in boxing. Of course, it's nowhere near what it used to be, and that's sad. And we have to see what happens in the new year, and hopefully we get a little bit back of what we had in the old era. Of course, I'm wishful thinking, right? But hopefully we get something back and we get a little bit more excitement course we got to have guys like Crawford stop ducking uh, smoke and if we get that then I think we can really turn this whole thing around then we got to look at lightweight lightweight is really hot right now hopefully we can answer some questions there as well we got to find out what Devin Haney's going to do is he going to shift weight we know Shakur recently went up we got to find out what he's going to do and then is crying Garcia actually going to step up and fight Tank Davis I say no but we got to see what's going to happen there of course crying has never held a belt he doesn't really have that he only has the social media but the fact is, he's, he's a name. He shouldn't be, but he's a name. And so that would be interesting to see if, you know, Tank sparks him out like he sparked out Rolly Romero. So there's a lot that's potentially available. It just depends on if guys are going to duck smoke or they're going to step up and fight the best in their divisions. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Combat Talk Radio, Masterpiece Boxing, found at combattalkradio.net. I want to thank you for listening today, whether you are a subscriber or not. I know you have choices, and I appreciate you for being here. Just to remind those that are new to the show, Combat Talk Radio records every Friday, so once a week in the Pacific time zone. And then Lifeblood of Boxing series, which is our coverage of the boxers I think are worth your time and give to the sport. That's once per month. It does not have a fixed schedule, but once a month I'll have a release until I run out of ones that I think are worth covering for Lifeblood of Boxing. So those are our two programs. It is podcast only at this point. We want to hear from you. So combattalkradio.net at the bottom. Hit comments, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that you'd like to see us adjust or improve, we want to hear from you, and we are open to that feedback. We also are open to starting up the YouTube again, but it seemed like that died off when Lomachenko took a loss, and we don't know why. So if somebody knows why or they'd like to hear the YouTube coverage 
Let us know that as well in the comments. And we are open to doing it. We just need to make sure the fans are there. Right now they're on the podcast, not on the YouTube for whatever reason specific. We're open either way. Anyhow, that'll do it. And I will see you guys next week.